Hi, and welcome to The Healing Place. I'm your host, Fee. On today's episode, uh, we will be discussing what would you tell your inner child, especially if you were telling your inner child self this after a life of trauma. Uh, but before we get into that, um, you know, I wanted to talk about where this came from and how, you know, I get some strength through telling my stories. And so, you know, music has always been one of my favorite tools. Um, I can listen to music and it will take me some places. And then I try to turn all of those emotions and those feelings into something worthwhile. Um, and so today I was on a panel um, in one of the clubhouse rooms that I'm a moderator on. And we had talked about, is it possible to, during your healing process, forgive? Or, you know, how important is it or is it important? And so, um, you know, there is a lot of varying degrees of um, discussions and opinions and whatnot. And so it really gave me the, the inspiration for... Um, what I'm going to be talking about today in this podcast. But before I go there, I just wanted to share that, you know, I, like I said before, I oftentimes I, I look back and I look at some of the things that I've gone through and what was the thing that really kept me going? It was music. And so of course, like no other, I always turn on music to really inspire me, especially before I record, because then it'll allow the words to flow a little bit more smoothly and I'm a bit more relaxed and so um, today, I was listening to one of my favorite songs, and depending on whatever I'm dealing with or not, this song always emotionally it just it makes me it makes me cry. But this is a good cry. This is a very very good cry. I promise you. Um, and so today's song and my favorite song it's um, "Spirit" by Beyonce it was written for the the Lion King soundtrack, and um, Man, I just rem I just listened to that song and the intensity and the power that she sings in this song. It is so amazing. And, you know, I love like one of the lyrics in the song. She says, is your destiny is coming close. Stand up and fight. So go off, go into a far off land and be one with the great I am. And so, you know, I was like, you know what? I, I really, you know, I want to talk to my inner child or I, let's let us all take a journey down writing to our inner self, our inner child. And, you know, I thought this would be great to share because perhaps maybe some of my listeners might even be able to connect with it. And so I spent some time writing a, a letter to myself, my inner child, um, just so that I could close that chapter, but then it really made me feel so good that I wanted to share it with everyone. So my letter goes like this. First off, you are loved. Loved more than, more than you will ever know. You are a lion cub waiting to let your voice be heard. Speak loudly. Speak your truth. What happened to you, it wasn't your fault. The people who hurt you are the ones who will suffer the greatest pain. Enjoy your journey to healing. Only you have the keys to your joy and happiness. 
Be good to yourself. You have already been through so much. Take all the time you need to find the strength needed to press forward. Forgive yourself, not punish yourself. Take time for yourself. You are safe now, and you have an amazing tool belt to help you on your journey. The things in life that didn't go well, the things you, you could have learned sooner or handled better, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Thank you, and I love you. You needed to protect yourself, and you were doing your absolute best with what knowledge and skill you had. Through your pain, you will become a better listener, a better friend, family member, and a beacon of hope for someone going forward. Because of your story and you being so brave, you will help not only yourself heal, but you will help others who don't have the voice or is afraid to speak out. Continue to roar until you disrupt the entire fucking jungle. Command the attention you deserve because this is your purpose. Never let anyone dim your light, ever. You don't have to hide anymore. You don't have to be ashamed anymore. This is your moment in time. I know you will use it wisely. And more importantly, you will make a difference. Show me what is needed to be healed, even through your tears. I see you. I love you and I thank you. So that for me, that was my letter to my inner child self. Um, Because deep down inside of all of us, we have an inner child. And sometimes that inner child comes out in the, the most appropriate times. And sometimes that inner child doesn't. But the difference between someone who's experienced childhood trauma Versus someone who hasn't is that we, because our, our innocence was stolen from us, we didn't, we didn't get to be that normal kid or we didn't get to have the sense of normalcy in life that a lot of kids that get to enjoy and have fond memories of all the things that they, they did or places they went. When you're someone like me who suffered from childhood trauma, the last thing that I want to do is go back to my childhood because that's when the pain started. And so when you're like me or, you know, like any childhood trauma trauma survivor, um, the last thing you want to do is go back to the place that gives you the most pain. But there's a way to go back there without it causing you pain. But more importantly, it gives you closure. And so for me, I'm a 45-year-old big kid. What does that translate to? My kids, they like doing all kinds of fun stuff. Like in the summer, in the spring, when it's warm out, um, they'll be on bicycles or skateboards. And my ass is out there on a skateboard. Yeah, my husband's like, put on your wrist guards, your knee guards, and a helmet, which I think is really not that cool. But at the same time, I'm also almost 46. They are not. So they have youth on their side. So I oblige. 
I put on all said gear and then I go out on my skateboard or um, if we go to the water park, I'm the one going down the water park slides with the kids. Um, we took the kids on our family honeymoon when we got, when we got married. And so we went to this place where you zip line across a, a, an entire beach. I did that with my girls because, yeah, I wanted to play. I'm like, shit, I want to have some fun too. I don't want to just be the boring parent that sits and watches their kids. You're having fun. Yay. No, I want to be a part of that excitement. So that's how, how I allow that kid in me that didn't get to experience a normal childhood. I allow that kid to come back out. And, you know, it's, it's been one of the things that for me, it has helped save me because it gave me a sense of normalcy. Just being able to just be a kid sometimes um, and have fun like that. And so, it, you know, it, it always, I always enjoy those moments with my kids, you know, when I can get out there and play with them. Or we went, um, we took the kids um, up to one of the local mountains in the wintertime. And I was excited because I'm like, oh, I've been wanting to get back on a snowboard. Yeah, for those that don't know me really well, um, I used to be an, an avid snowboarder, uh, an alpine snowboarder. And, you know, how I got into that is a, you know, that's a thing in itself. But let me finish this story and then I'll tell you about that. And so, you know, I was excited because I was like, finally, my kids want to go snowboarding. This is going to be awesome. And so um, we went out there and at first I was a little nervous because I hadn't been on a snowboard in 11, 12 years. But I got on that snowboard and it was the best thing ever. I loved it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I Again, any time that I can go back and be a kid because I didn't have that sense of normalcy as a child, I'm going to have fun. Um, so how I got into snowboarding, uh, my friend, my, my best friend, Melissa, I stayed over at her parents' house and it snowed buckets the night before. And, you know, the next thing you know, they're like, oh, we're going snowboarding. And I didn't have a choice but to go with them because they had driven me and my car was parked at my place. Um, so we went up and snowboarded at, I think it was, um, devil's head. It was one of those mountains in Wisconsin, but we went up there and had the best time ever. And I stuck with it. And it just so happened that for a short amount of time, um, I dated a guy who was a snowboarder. So he pretty much, um, taught me everything I knew, introduced me to some really awesome, amazing people. And, you know, we used to have so much fun on the snowboard. And, you know, that's something that, you know, most people would never, ever guess that I had done in my life because I don't fit the uh, typical um, snowboarder look. Plus, I didn't get into snowboarding until I was in my 30s. So how about them apples? Um, so, yeah. So the moral of the story is um, be good to yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself when you know, we've gone through some traumatic things because it, it, it does shape who we become as adults and even how we manage our own kids or even in relationships of any sort. And so I just say you take the time necessary to heal. Make sure that you get a clinician involved um, so that they can help manage you on your journey and, and more importantly, point you in the right direction. 
Um, but don't forget to have fun. You know, if you get to that point, I know it'll, it'll take a minute before you get to that point. I mean, cause it took me what 15, 16 years to get to a point where I could just relax and not be so aggro. And that's not to say that it will take anybody that amount of time. I think because of the fact that I had multiple um, childhood traumas and they really jacked me up, you know, I needed to make sure that I stay consistently with a therapist. And even I have a therapist now because there are moments in my adulthood that I find that might be triggering or I might feel like I'm a little more anxious than usual because I have PTSD. So I always make sure that I have a therapist um, that I can reach out to um, and discuss things that I might be dealing with or if she's got suggestions or whatnot. Or sometimes it's just, you know, I just need to have my therapist on the other end of the phone while I rattle off all kinds of stuff. But it's just, it's good, helpful um, stuff. And when I know that even the therapy that I'm getting from her is not enough. I always have resources um, that I can always rely on. Um, and I definitely will say this again. Um, EMDR, EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing or reprogramming. Um, that really was a game changer for me. Sorry, my husband just sneezed in the background. Um, it was a game changer for me. Um, because it allowed me to um, detach a lot of the emotional charges that I would get from thoughts because I'm, I'm my head's always swirling with thoughts. And so it really helped to make sense of all of the swirling in my head that I couldn't really grasp or it was a little too overwhelming for me to even deal with. Um, so that's how I got to the point of where, you know, I'm OK with my inner child now, but, you know, that took a lot of work. Um, I made a lot of mistakes in the process, but um, I'm glad that I've reached that point. Um, so with that being said, I'm just going to tell you, um, you know, just be good to yourself. I know I said that before, but, you know, I have to reiterate the importance of being good to yourself and giving yourself grace, time, healing, energy, love, support, and just being patient with oneself and don't be so hard on and critical of everything and anything you do. Um, cause we already know we are our own worst critic. Um, so let's just leave it at that. So I hope that something from this, um, episode, um, stuck with you. Um, and just know that there's always somebody out there that is just looking to hear what you have to say just because they need to be inspired to keep going forward. So I'm your host fee. I hope you had a great listen and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Take care.